So we're up to the two dots on Daf Membez Ahmed Aleph. Today's Daf, as I said before, it, it's it's quite easy. It's not very difficult. The Mishnah said that when you before you do Yibam Chalitza, you have to wait three months to make sure she's not pregnant. But then the Mishnah said, not just Yibam Chalitza, any woman is not allowed to remarry unless she waits three months because we want to make sure that she's not pregnant. So the Gemara wants to know, Bishlami Yivama Kadam, and I understand why you have to wait to do Yibam because you're potentially marrying a woman you're not allowed to marry. But what's the difference if other women? So let's say there's a Shiloh in the paternity. Who cares? What's the difference? So you don't know who the father is. Okay, it was enough Kamina. What is it? How does it affect your daily life? So the Gemara says, The Pasuk says that Hashem is Shaira Hishchina on clarity, meaning, forget about like halachas. Hashem wants you to know who, you, who you're shaving, you're part of. So it's, it's important to know. Not, not mitzad like Arias, just mitzad. Lahavchen ben Zara, you have to be like Hashem, just like Hashem is clear. So too, you have to also have clarity. You have to know who the father is. Right now, the Gemara is not saying a halachic purpose, just for the, for the kid himself. He should know what shevet he's a part of. So he should know who his father is. He should know what family he comes from. Now, Rashi says, Ein shechina shayra The shechina is only shayra on clarity, on on. on Clearness, whatever, whatever the Russian uh, in English is. Vadais. So you need to be vadai. Not a halachic reason, just, uh, uh, you know, uh, I guess a spiritual reason. You're supposed to know who, who, who you are. Okay. Um, as I said, I said by the Seder, right? The, it says, Chai vadam liris asatzme kilo yatsum imsraim. I heard from Rabbi Shua Freund. He said, Chai vadam liris asatzme. You have to know yourself. Kama. Then it's Kili Yatsum Misraim. Yeah. Then it's like you left Misraim. The point is, is, it has to be cleared. Now, the Gemara's Kasha is like this. Masiv Rava, Rava has a Kasha. Lefikach Geru Giyaris, Srikh Lahantin Gilchadashim. We had this once in Hashivinu that if you have two people that are converting both of them, they have to wait three months. With the, with the Todd. Uh, that wasn't the same. That was, but it was the same concept. They have to wait three months. Meaning, even though they were married together, so you have a couple that are non Jews and they convert together, they have to wait three months. Right, because you have to <laughs> over there. You're not clarifying. No, you have to wait three months. They had a Shiloh with Rav Yashiv. We spoke to Rav Yashiv. It's not for now, but 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 yeah, you have to wait three months. So the Kasha is one second. The whole point. The Kasha is like this. The Kasha is like this. If the whole point of knowing who the father is, is to know who the father is, you know who the father is. So why does the couple have to wait? So the Gemara says. So the answer is how chanami you can have him. It's zerish and is a bedusha zerish relationship. You got to know if the kid's Jewish. <laughs> if if she's pregnant from before the conversion, that means that the kid's a guy. If she's pregnant from after, the kid's a Jew. So of course you have to you have to wait three months to know if the kid uh, to know when she had the baby. You got to know. Yeah, the, the pregnancy happens if the woman converts while she's pregnant. So doesn't the conversion isn't the chal and the baby also? If the fetus is not viable at that point, I don't think so, but I have to check. But I, I thought she, when she goes to the mikvah, no. it's as if the baby is also tied on the mikvah, because it's not considered chatzitzah. Um, I have to check that up. I have to check that up. But the point is over here, you, have, you want to know... Over here, you just want to know the clarity of whether the kid was Zaira B'Kedusha, Zaira B'Tilma. But I have to check that out. If she goes to the mikvah when she's pregnant... I don't think it's a good, uh, it's a good geiris, but I think you might have to, you might have to be tired again with a 13, I'm not sure. But, I don't think, I think the nature here has to do with 
Yeah, yeah, I'm saying that. That's why this is not halachic whether he's Jewish or not. It's whether he was he was he was uh, born as a Jew or born as a convert. You have to know. <laughs> but now the Gemara says, Rav Amar a different answer. Rav says the reason why you have to wait three months is not is not because Hashem is You have to know who the father is because he could end up marrying his sister, right? Let's say she marries a second guy, right? Has the baby nine months later. So you don't know if it's a nine-month or a seven-month, right? He lives his whole life thinking his father is the second one, but his father's really the first one. So what happens? He meets a girl, and it's the daughter of the first one. He's going to be like, okay, it's my mom's ex-husband's daughter. Okay. But it's his sister, Taka. You understand, if you don't know who your father is, then you can end up marrying your sister. You could also do Yibam when you shouldn't be doing Yibam, right? They'll say, oh, you should do Yibam. He's like, okay, but it turns out that's not his father. His father's the first one. You understand, it, 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 it creates Arias issues. That's the Gemara says. The reason why I have to wait three months is to avoid Arias issues. No, just stop. You have to know who the father is, because if you don't know who the father is, then you can end up marrying your sister. You could also be doing Yibam or not be doing Yibam when you should do Yibam. The Gemara says... I have a case like that, 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 that we were talking about last week where the, uh, you and I were talking about that, that guy that didn't have, had no idea who uh, that he even yeah. had a sister. Yeah, exactly. exactly. 100%. Master The Brisa describes that the needing to wait three months is called Takonas Havlad. It's to help the child. That kind of sounds like it's not because of Arias, it's because the child should know who he comes from. So you're telling me that it's because of Arias. It says, Takana Savlad. So the Gemara answers, The answer is, when it says to fix the baby, it doesn't mean so that the baby should know who he's from. It means that the baby should not do, be over Arias. That's called fixing the baby, not, right. to, so not to be over this Arias. So this idea before was a Havamina, and this is no. a no, it's two different opinions. It's two different opinions. Two different opinions. Machlekes Rabbi Nachman and Rav. The Gemara continues. Okay, so here, here's the Shiloh. The Gemara, each one it's going to just be rejecting. Um, the Gemara assumes that you could only give birth at seven months or nine months. An eighth month baby will die. That's the Gemara's assumption. So the question is like this. Why do you have to wait two months? Just wait one month. Because then, if you give birth after seven months later, then it's a seven-month baby. If you give month, birth eight months later, then that's the first one. It can't be from the second one, because an eight-month baby will not be viable. So the Gemara just wants to know, why do you have to wait official two months to make sure, why do you have to make sure, why do you have to make sure the, the woman's not showing? You should be able to wait a month, then she'll give birth, and then just figure it out. If she gives birth seven months later, then it's the second one. If she gives birth eight months later, then it's the first one, because the, the second one can't be giving eight, month, eight months later because babies don't survive eight months. So it must be the first one, and it's really not eight months, it's really nine months because, because from the first husband. Wait a minute. You, you give birth, right? We're waiting for her not to show. Why? Wait a month. So he's married to John in January, then February marry uh, uh, Mike, whatever. And then if the baby is seven months later, then it's Mike's baby. If it's eight months later, then it's John's baby because they won't survive eight months. So it must be the first one's husband, first one's baby. And it's not really eight months, it's really nine. It just looks like eight months. As the Gemara, the Gemara is assuming that eight-month baby is not viable. So the Gemara is going to answer that you could have an eighth-month baby and it's really the second one. It's just really a seventh-month baby that the baby is just um, didn't come out yet. Like it won't, 
be eight months. It's really a seven-month baby that just waited an extra month. So it's impossible to know. That's the, the, that's the. the Gemara says like this. I understand why you can't marry after two months. Because then if she gives birth after seven months after the wedding, you won't know if it's a seven-month baby or a nine-month baby. Wait a month and then give birth. Then she could get married. Because if she gives birth after seven months after the wedding, then it's the second one. But if it's eight months... Eight month baby can't survive. So if it's eight months and it survives, it must be the first husband. So the answer is no. The answer is it could be that eight month is really the second one. Eight month could really be the second one and was really done after seven and just waited in the womb for an extra month. Okay. Then there's one more kasha. What? Meaning, the Gemara assumes that a baby will not develop at eight months. The baby will die. But the answer is the baby could develop at seven and then just sit there for an extra month. Whatever this means. Doesn't that make it an eight-month baby? No, because the development is stopped after seven. Oh, it stops growing. The Gemara assumes that it either develops to seven or nine. Eight will die. So if it's eight and it survives, that means it's a really it was developed after seven, then it just stopped developing. Meaning when they look at the baby after it's born, they see the level of development. And just, was a seven month baby. Yeah, a seven month baby. Yeah. Even though he was there. Correct. Yeah, the Matthias, uh, the Matthias has changed. Obviously, this is yeah. not a Matthias that we have anymore, but uh, that was the Gemara's assumption. The Gemara says, "Betamten shnei chadashu mechza." Wait two and a half months, then get married. Why? Because then, if you give birth, if you give birth to seven. It's the second one. If you give birth any less to seven, any less than seven, it must be the first. Because the Gemara assumes a baby cannot survive after six and a half months. So if it's six and a half months or less, it must be the first husband. The Gemara is going to answer, you could survive at six and a half months. The Gemara says, If it's six and a half months after the wedding, it must be a nine-month baby for the first one. Because six and a half will not survive. So the Gemara answers, no, it will survive. Really, the answer is a baby can survive six and a half months. Even if you hold that uh, there's no such thing as giving birth after eight and a half months, but you could give birth after six and a half months. How do I know this? Because Shmuel Anabi was born after six and a half months because it says, it says, it says, that she gave birth after days and tkufas. Tkufas is considered a three-month period. Tkufos is two. Three times two is six. Days is two. So Shmuel Anavi was born six months and two days after the pregnancy. So you see that it's a shayach to survive into the seventh month. Okay. The Gemara is Akasha. V'tamtin mashu Why can't you just get married after a few weeks? And then after three months, just check the woman if she's pregnant. Let her go to a doctor, an OBGYN, and let him examine. Meaning, in other words, why can't you just examine? Meaning, wait two, two weeks. After three months, the baby should be showing. Mm-hmm. So let her go to an OBGYN. She'll examine. Just tell her she's pregnant. What's the, what's the, what's the big deal? Together, so yeah, but there's a two-week break. Meaning, you don't need months. If, if the baby starts showing after three months, so wait two weeks. Then get married, and then after two and a half months, you'll go to OBGYN and she'll examine. That's basically the same one you just got a pregnancy test. Yeah. 
So the Gemara answers, Amr of Safra, in Boitganis and Asushla, he's got no Abalayan. We don't send them to doctors to check if they're pregnant with the first husband because that'll create shalom bias issues. We don't do that to the wife. It's not, it's not, it's not fair to her. That, that the new husband has to be Isaac taking her to doctors to have exams. These were, you know, evasive surgeries, uh, whatever, invasive procedures to check to see if she's pregnant for the first husband. It's not, that's, he's gone al baila. That's not, that's, it's not going to create shalom bias. So Gemara says, okay, I have a much easier way to, to check. They didn't have pregnancy tests, which is just urinating on a stick. They used to have, like, exams. So I understand you don't want to put her through an exam. But there was another way. Their original pregnancy test was they would have her walk on sand. And uh, pregnant women had a heavier footstep. So just have her walk on sand. And you'll be able to tell to see if she's pregnant. Well, I would be pregnant. <laughs> I think many people, many people here and in the shul would be very, very... But the, the, the Gemara is going to answer The Gemara is going to answer that the reason why it's not effective is because a woman can walk in such a way she could fake it. She could walk in a way that it won't show or she could walk in a way that it will show. It's not a, um, as you can imagine, it's not a, a foolproof uh, type of test. So the Gemara says... Um, so just test her by walking on sand and how she walks you'll be able to tell she's pregnant if she wants to show she's not pregnant she could, she could do it and the reason why she would want to show that she's not pregnant or meaning she'd want because she'd want the baby to be attributed to the new husband so she could she could play games she could you know play games as if she's not pregnant okay Tanya I'm sorry Gemara says uh, let's say if you know she's pregnant. Let's say stop. You know, three months have passed, and she's mama showing. So she's clearly pregnant with the first husband. Are you allowed to marry her? I would say yes. The whole point of not marrying her is you want to make sure there's no paternity questions. It's not a Shiloh. You know she's pregnant. But we saw in a Bryce a couple days ago that you have to wait 24 months. So what's the shot? Why do you have to wait 24 months? Right? If a woman's pregnant, you have to wait 24 months. Why? You know she's pregnant. The whole point is to avoid confusion. There's no confusion anymore. It's definitely the first husband. Huh? The halacha is you're not allowed to marry a, a nursing or pregnant woman until the baby is 24 months old. Why? What's the problem? What's the problem? Oh, so the Gemara is going to get to that. That's what I said, but that, that's this Gemara. So the Gemara says, why can't you marry? You're not allowed to marry them, and if you do, you have to divorce her forever. So what's the shot? So the answer is, the reason why... So we're trying to figure out, why can you not marry a woman who's pregnant? What's the problem? You know who the father is. It's the first guy, so why can't you marry her? The answer is, We're afraid that if you live with her, it'll cause the, the, the baby to... The, the, if she becomes pregnant a second time, it'll kill the first fetus. Meaning it'll kill the fetus. We're afraid that, that the marriage will, will hurt the fetus. So the Gemara says, nami. So shouldn't that be a reason why no man is ever allowed to be with his wife and she's pregnant? There's always, there's always a concern. Meaning if you're worried that you're going to kill the fetus now, then you always kill the fetus. Why are we not concerned about this? The answer is, There's two answers of why we're not worried about this. Either the couple has to uh, be with it uh, together in a, in a way of uh, that there's protection to make sure that the baby doesn't, uh, that, that she doesn't become pregnant when she's already pregnant. Meaning it doesn't, uh, you have to... Well, it's not that we're worried about becoming pregnant. I think we're worried about the zera affecting the, the egg. So if there's two ways of why we're not concerned about this practically between a regular husband and wife. Either they have to use a maich, which is uh, the contraception, or 
The second approach is HaKadosh Baruch Hu Lav Rachmanus. Fine. So if you have those two approaches, then why can't you do the same thing? Marry a woman who's pregnant and Hashem will have Rachmanus. So Gemara says, you're right. We're afraid that when they live together, the, the, the weight of the man might hurt the baby. Oh, oh, so Gemara says, that every time she's pregnant, why don't you The answer is, a man is not going to hurt his wife. That's why. So the Gemara says, so a man's not going to hurt his wife. Even if she's pregnant with the first husband's baby, he's not going to hurt the baby. We're, not, we're talking about Rishayim that he's going to hurt it. Right. He's not going to punch her in the stomach. You understand? That? So the Gemara says, what's the concern? Go to the next page. The answer is, the concern is, if the concern is not while she's pregnant, the concern is that when she gives birth, if she becomes pregnant with the second husband's baby, the milk will be the milk supply will be cut off, and she won't have anything to feed the baby. So the reason why we don't want, we want to wait for the baby to be two years old, so the baby's strong enough to be on its own. But if you marry before then, when the woman's pregnant or when the woman's nursing, we're afraid that she'll become pregnant with the with the new husband's child. That'll cut off the milk supply, and the baby will die. So the Gemara says to every single wife, why aren't there dead babies all over the place? Because the milk supply will be cut off and the baby just dies of starvation. Why is that not a problem? There's a thing called formula. Yeah? Okay. So, I mean, why are we never concerned about this? Because you could buy milk in the store. I don't know. There's formula. There's ways there's, you spend money. You could save the baby. The Gemara says, In a regular situation, you'll go buy milk and you'll buy formula. So why can't you do the same thing over here? The answer He may not give the money. Meaning, he may not say, I'm not spending money for the first baby. I'm not doing that. I don't have to spend money for your first baby. That, that he might do. He may not kill the baby directly, but cut off the food supply, maybe. So she said, okay, so let her go to, the, go to the Yarshim. Let her go to the first husband's estate. They'll have to pay. Halachically, it was his alimony, child support. Right? That's child support. They should have to pay. Sometimes a woman is embarrassed to go to court and to take them to court and the baby might get hurt in the process. So that is the halacha. I don't think it's actively, I don't think it's on purpose. It's just that she'll, she'll, she'll delay going to court and in the process the baby will be harmed. I have to check halachically. I, 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 I know it's brought down in Shulchan Aruch that we're machbid not to marry a woman until the baby's two years old. It's in Shulchan Aruch, as I, I don't know in Mitzis. So it could be nowadays we're not as machbid. I, I don't think we are. I have to just confirm why we're not. What is it? We wait. I don't believe so, but I have to check. I would understand why nowadays it could be you're not concerned. There's so many options of formulas that are so incredibly cheap. The likelihood that the baby will just die of starvation is, is not is not high. But I, I have to I have to the check. doesn't bring that clearly. Uh, also, I'm assuming that uh, in a case where you're, where you're out of childbearing age, it's it's already uh, you don't have to, you don't have to wait that that time period. Well, I mean. No, but you're just talking about a case in the where the woman is nursing or pregnant. No, I'm talking about. Uh, oh no, no, I'm no, assuming, yeah, 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 no, no, Shiloh. Three months, you, just have, you don't need yeah. to wait three months, do you? Oh, so that we're actually going to get to right now. So whether a woman has to wait three months in a situation where she's definitely not pregnant. So there could be many reasons why I know she's not pregnant. Pregnancy, pregnancy test. She's older. She's younger. She had a miscarriage. Uh, she was fighting with her husband. Whatever. 
The question is, do you still have to wait three months? If you remember the Mishnah, it's a machloikas tanoim. The Chacham said, yes. Chacham said, Chazal made it three months across the board. Rav Yehuda and Rav Yaisi were like, no. Rav Yehuda said, you could, you, and Rav Yehuda and Rav Yaisi both said that you could remarry. Meaning, Rav Yehuda and Rav Yaisi feel it's not a takon of three months. It's a practical thing. You want to make sure she's not pregnant. If you know she's not pregnant, then go ahead. It's a machloikas. Rav Yehuda and Rav Yaisi against the Chacham. Rav Yehuda and Rav Yaisi basically agree. The only difference is Rav Yaisi added that a almana has to wait a month because of Avelos. This is a side point. Okay, so the Gemara says, Hi, new, first of all, before we address this, the Lashon and the Mishnah is not really great, because it says, the Tanakama's sheet is that you have to wait. And I'll read you the Lashon, you'll see it's not really great. It says, everyone has to wait. Both Basulas, both Baulas, both Grushas, both Amanas, both Nesuas, both Arusais. Um, the, the, the Basulas and Baulois are Nesuas and Arusais. I mean, it's, it sounds like Nesuas and Arusas are like their own category. Yeah. Nesuas and Arusas are married women. Then there's Baulas, Basulas, Grushas. It, they're not really their own categories. So the Gemara just speaks it out. Hainiu Basulas, Hainiu Arusas. Hainiu Baulas, Hainiu Grushas. Nesuas. Basulas are Arusais, Baulas are Nesuas. The Gemara says, okay, uh, this is what it means. Alchikomer. Achas Basulas, Achas Baulas, Shinesarmelin, Isgarishu, Beimene Arus, Beimene Sun. That's what it means. It means a Basula, whether she was. Had Arison or Nisun. That's what it means. Okay, so again, we have a Machlekes Tanoim, whether a woman has to wait three months if I know she's not pregnant. The Rabbanan say yes, Rav Yehuda and Rav Yossi say no. So the Gemara says the following story Rav Lazar, for whatever reason, did not go to base Medrash one day. Ashkechil Ravasi, so he, he met Ravasi and he says, Amrli, my Amrabanabimidrash. He said, What did I miss in the base Medrash? What did they say in the base Medrash? So Amrli, Hachi Amrav Yechonon. He says in the base Medrash, Rav Yechonon said, The Halachik Rav Yossi. The halacha follows Rav Yossi, that if you know the woman's not pregnant, you don't have to wait three months. So the Gemara says, when Rav Lezer heard this, he said, It must be... Now, who argues on Rav Yossi? I said before, who argues on Rav Yossi? The Tanakama, which is usually the Rabbanon, right? Usually Tanakama is multiple Rabbanon. Now, if Rav Yossi is arguing with a lot of people, you're not going to follow Rav Yossi, right? So Rav Lezer said, it must be if we follow Rav Yossi, it must be that the Tanakama is a Yachid, is a Das Yachid. Who is that person? So we're going to see, Vahatanya, there's a Brisa that speaks out that the Tanakama was Rav Meir. So you see that it was a lone voice. So while it's a Tanakama, which we just say is like the Rabbanon, it was actually Rav, Rav Meir. Again, the Tanakama Shita is that regardless of whether you know she's pregnant or not, you have to wait three months. The Brisa speaks out that that was Rav Meir Shita. Let's say you have a woman that before she got divorced, she left her husband. She went home. They were separated. They were clearly not, they're not, she's not pregnant, yeah, you understand? She's not even in the same city. She left her husband, she went to her father's house. Or they're fighting. Everyone knows, the whole neighborhood knows. They're just screaming at each other. There's no pregnancy going on over there. They barely can look at each other. Let's say the husband's in prison. Okay. The husband's older, or he's sick in a hospital. Or she was sick in the hospital, or, or she just had a miscarriage after the death. Or let's say she, you know, she, 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 she's barren. So everyone knows she's not pregnant now. Or let's say she's barren, she can't, she can't become pregnant. Or she's past menopause, she can't become pregnant. Or she's below the age of becoming pregnant. Or says in all these situations, you still have to wait three months. That's the Tanakama. So you see it's Rameir. 
So that's why when Rav Yochan said the halacha follows Rav Yossi, it's because Rav Yossi is going up against Rav Meir. So it's a yachid v'yachid, you can go with Rav Yossi. If Rav Yossi was going up against the Rabbanan, we wouldn't follow Rav Yossi. Now Rav Yehuda Oimer, Rav Yehuda Matil, Yaris Vinasamiyad. I said it's Rav Yehuda and Rav Yossi, this is Rav Yehuda. So Rav Yehuda says, no, you, could, you can marry right away, because the whole point is to avoid confusion. You know the truth. Rav Yochanan changed his mind. He originally said that the halacha follows Rav Yossi and Rav Yehuda that you can marry right away if you know she's not pregnant, but he changed his mind. He actually says you have to wait three months. Why did he change his mind? You want to know why he changed his mind? Because there's a b'raisa. I heard from the Rabbanan, everyone has to wait three months. So because there's a b'raisa that clearly states you have to wait three months in all situations, Rav Yochanan changed his mind. And he said you also have to wait three months. I was told the contradiction. I was told, we're going with the original pshat. Rav Yochanan did not change his mind. He says the halacha follows Rav Yossi, that you could get married right away if you know she's not pregnant. But doesn't Rav Yochanan follow a stam mishnah? The mishnah, now where is this mishnah? It's important to know. This is why the Maseris Hashas is very important. This is a mishnah in Shabbos. The Mishnah in Shabbos is a Stam Mishnah, no name, and it says you have to wait three months in all circumstances. Rav Yochanan always follows Stam Mishnah. So how could Rav Yochanan over here say the Halacha follows Rav Yossi, you can marry right away if you know she's not pregnant, but he also follows the Stam Mishnah, and the Stam Mishnah in Masechah Shabbos says you have to wait three months. So do you have to wait three months or, or right away? So you know what the answer is? What Masechah are we doing now? Yevamas. Which one's first? No, Shabbos Yevamas. Shabbos. So that's a Stam and then a machlokas, meaning when you the Rabbeinu Hakadosh, when he organized the Mishnayis, he put them in an order. The order is Shabbos goes before Yavamis. So the Stam Mishnah is in Shabbos. Over here in our Mishnah, it's a machlokas of Rav Yosi and the Rabbanon. When you have a Stam and then a machlokas, the halach is not like the Stam. Meaning when Rav Yochanan says the halach is like the Stam, that's when the Stam is after the machlokas or without a machlokas. But if there's a Stam. A Stam Mishnah following one view, no name. And then later on there's a Machlekes. What The reason why it's in that order is because Rav Yudha Nasi is telling you, that Stam that I said before is not so Pasha. So when Rav Yechonah follows the Stam, that's, a, that's when the Stam is after the Machlekes, not when the Stam is before the Machlekes. Over here the Stam is before the Machlekes, because the Stam is in Mesechah Shabbos, and the Machlekes is in Mesechah Yavamis. So that means that the Machlekes happened later. So because the Machlekes happened later, we follow a Machlekes. So therefore it makes sense why Rav Yechonah would not follow the Stam Mishnah. He's allowed to follow Rav Yechonah. Ah, he follows Stam Mishnahis, but the Stam Mishnah is before the Machlekes. When the Stam Mishnah is before the Machlekes, he's not bound to keeping the Stam Mishnah. So therefore we don't hold the three months. We, we, but... Rav Yechonon doesn't feel you have to wait three months. That's Gemara says. Halachik is tamish. Otan kol anoshim leinatzu. He says. Gemara says. Amarloch deramaloch halechoshel kimche. Whoever is asking the shilas does not uh, care about grinding wheat. Meaning he does, he's not really very careful in in, in his kashas. Why? Stam yachlech machloikasi. Ve'in halachik is tam. This is a stam and then a machloikas. You don't follow the stam in that case. Dam Rav Papa v'item Rav Yechonon machloikas v'yachach stam halachik stam. Rav Yechonon himself spoke it out. If there's a machloikas in one mishnah and then a later mishnah has a stam, meaning one view without a name, then you follow the stam. But if it's a stam and then machloikas, the halach is not like the stam mishnah. Ain halachik stam. Now we'll end with the following ma'isa. Mistamich v'azol Ravavo akatve de Rav Nachum. Ravavo was walking. He was older. And his gabai, his so name was Rav Nachum. The final decision is that Rav Yechonon felt you do not have to wait three months. 
like Rav Yossi. I, he follows a Stam Mishnah and the Mesechus Shabbos, the Stam Mishnah says you have to wait three months also. That's a Stam Yachikach Machlekes. Now the Gemara ends off with the following story. Rav Avo was older and he was walking to Shul and he had a Gabai. And his Gabai, he sort of, you know, like the, you know, like the basketball players, they put their arms, like if they're hurt, yeah. they're getting schlepped. So Rav Avo, that's how he would walk. He was older. And Rav Nochem would sort of schlep him to Shul. So the Gemara says, Shamai Mankit V'ozel, Hilchasa. Rav Nochum used this opportunity to gather up halachas. He was just asking him, like, rapid shilas, just rapid, you know, get, get, get information. There's a, there's a Rav in, in, in Texas. Um, his name is, he's the head, head of the Data Kolo. I forgot his name. Oh, Rechmiel Stein. I think Rechmiel Stein is his name. It's very chashavir. Um, I have his farm. He used to drive Rav Shleim Zalman, I think a 10-minute drive every day from his house to Yeshiva. And he would ask him rapid shilas about Yom Tov Sheni. About keeping second day Yomtev in Israel and America, he wrote a 300 page Sefer wow. based on just their conversations. And Rosh Hashanah looked it over. And then, and then he wrote a second Sefer that I have called Madani Shloima, which is just random Shilas. And at one point he asked Rosh Hashanah, I feel so bad. Rosh Hashanah, oh, it's fine. You're kind enough to drive me. And literally just boom, boom, boom. So the Gemara says as he's walking, he's hopping up Shilas. This is what he asked him. If you have a machlekas and then a stam mishnah later on, what do we follow? Okay, fine. Stam stam and then a machlekas. Okay, stam the brisa. Let's say it's a stam mishnah, but it's a machlekas and a brisa. Right, we know brises are Tanoic literature that did not make it. So it's a stam. It's not a stam v'yachach machlekas. It's a stam and a mishnah machlekas and a brisa. So what do you do? Okay, but what about the opposite? What about Machlaikis in a Mishnah and a Stam in a Braisa? Next page, Who is uh, the one who authored the Mishnayis or gathered the Mishnayis? It's a Shaila and Roshir The one who wrote the Mishnayis was Rabbeinu HaKadosh. The one who authored the, the put the breath together the Braises was Ravchia. Uh, so if you have a machloikis in the Mishnah, but you have a stam in, in the Brisa, who do you follow? See, he said, if Rebbe wasn't sure what the halacha is, meaning Rebbe, when he organized the Mishnayis, the highest caliber is a machloikis, had a Ravchia know, meaning the, the, the fact that Ravchia wrote it as a stam, don't feel so confident, because if Rebbe didn't know what the halacha is, because he put it together as a machloikis, you don't follow the stam in the Brisa. Okay, one second. Oh, 30 minutes on the dot.